and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 227 of There's No Place Like Terra, Stargate, First Watch, Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And today we're watching SG-1, Season 9, Episode 18, Uh Arthur's Mantle, Uh a.k.a. Ghost Cam Sam. Ghost Cam Sam is really good. I'm actually <laughs> fairly proud of mine. Okay, I got, okay. I got two my more. My AKA okay, go, go, go. is, it was the best of cloaks, it was the worst of cloaks. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> my other one was, AKA, Daniel is Whoopi. <laughs> AKA, the one we get carried away, the one where we get carried away with history and science, <laughs> because yeah. I'm predicting a long episode, I y'all. A little more condensed because I knew someone else was going a little bit more. Well, it was funny because um, you suggested an idea, yeah. and I was like, "Well, I guess I could do that." I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. And I was a, a little nervous, and then Nixie's like, "Hey, I'm headed to your porch," and I was like, "I'm not ready. <laughs> I may still be doing notes." I got a little carried away. We are still recording uh, face-to-face, which is why there is no video still uh, for our patrons. Um, but instead, we're just going to talk a real long time for you. I'm so, yeah, you will get extended editions until we figure out how to get a camera out here. Yeah. Two, uh, two to get cameras, our decent angles. Like two camera cameras. Well, I feel like, do we just get like a wide security camera I angle? Don't know. Maybe we do like a, we'll find something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, maybe we'll just have the dogs wear GoPros. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and then you'll so- see us sometimes, and then you'll see a backyard sometimes. And then you'll see like close-ups of dirt. Yeah. Or grass. Yeah. Uh, it's bugs. Uh-huh. Sometimes lizards. You never know. Uh, anything is possible. It's gonna be an adventure, guys. Yeah. Um, but it's gonna be a very handsome adventure. Yeah. Because you'll also they'll see each other. Uh huh. It's a, they're very handsome boys. Yeah. The handsomest of boys. <laughs> so how was your week? My week was good. Uh-huh. So I have two stories to share with the pod. Okay. Um, um, before we get to the literal cliffhanger of the D&D campaign. Oh, God, yeah. So the first one is I've been having a really, really, like many people have been doing, I have reached the point where I've had a really hard time finding something to watch. Uh-huh. That's, that's like, of the level of to stream while I work or just while I'm doing stuff around the house. I'm going through series more, yeah. you know, quicker, yeah, yeah, yeah. more more serieser, more bingier. Yeah. And so I've started a number of them, and they're just not the right tone. And so I fell back to a series that I had actually started a while ago, and the first few episodes didn't grab me. But now, I love it. Okay. Shit's Creek. Interesting. Here's the thing that I have found with Shit's Creek is that because I've been watching it so much, I have found myself last night talking in the same rhythm with the same hand gestures. <laughs> That'll happen. And so I was like, I've been watching clearly a lot of Chicks Creek Yeah. when I have found myself talking like Lexi. Yeah. By the way, we're still recording Alfresco. Yep. It's going to be full doggo action. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Stormy has come over here. If you can hear him in the mic, he's he's just kind of whining and warning. Yeah. It's it's so it's this game. Um, I think it's a game now. It started out yeah. as a not great thing where they would bark with the neighbor's dogs and the neighbor's dog would howl. And now I think they just do it for funsies. I think it's they just do it for weird. funsies, but I'm pretty sure Stormy is just coming over going, Hey, Auntie Nixie, Auntie Nixie, uh, I just he's want out. you to know I didn't start it. Just <laughs> let you know, he's out, yeah. and I'm going to let you know, and I will protect you. Yeah, I got this. So, yeah, Always. that was my thing. I've been watching a lot of Shakes Creek. I've started the fifth season now, <laughs> yeah. and it's, uh, I will, uh, the first couple episodes took a while to get me in. Now they are fucking adorable. <laughs> I fucking adore everyone. I have to give it a shot. You, I think, would they're little tiny episodes. Okay. And tiny the episodes. people are all horrible people with hearts of gold. <laughs> I like those. Yeah. So, like, Arrested Development vibe. I have not seen Arrested Development, but Got I'm it. pretty sure it's the same style. Okay. I mean, like, look at the people who star in it. So okay. Fair. Fair. <laughs> you know sense. the cast. Yeah. You know, where, you know where that's going. I like um, it. And the other thing that, so yeah, if you hear any any Shit's Creek tones in my voice this week, well, now I have to watch it just so I can pick out uh-huh. when you're speaking in Shit's Creek. Tones. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, it's like the same way you can tell when someone has the letter Kenny like rhythm oh, yeah. and tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be able to tell when someone has uh, Shit's Creek the the siblings. Anyway, the other thing. And this is not anything having to do with pop culture, but I just wanted to randomly give a shout out to my awesome husband oh. who like replaced a piece in my eng- car engine this weekend. Holy crap. And saved me having to go in and take it to a mechanic. That's amazing. My oil temp light started going off as I was driving home from Grace's place last yes. weekend because I haven't driven my car anywhere further than the grocery store sure. in four months. A- legitimate actual truth. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was freaking out, and apparently, like, my oil never told me it was low, and all these type of things. So apparently there was a crack in one of the connectory something or oh, others. Jeebus. And I was like, well, I'll have to take it into our local mechanic. And Nick's like, no, I'm pretty sure I can just fix it. So apparently over an hour on Thursday, after he got the part from AutoZone, uh-huh. he fixed my car. Amazing. And the check engine light has turned off on its own. That is so cool. So what a handy dude! I have a lot of knowledge base. Cars are not one of them. <laughs> it's not it. I wish I was like I want to be the person. I just need a good teacher. So maybe I need to work with work uh, with bartender Nick. What good because bartender Nick is learning as he goes because he wants to do all the work on the jeep. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. Uh, so so yeah, uh, I he's learning as he goes. Uh, he's about to put in a really fancy new radio into the jeep. Uh, I just put our mailbox in. That was it. Hey, I did impressive. I did borrow our old mailbox. Just finally gave up. Yeah, on life. Uh, it was it was on its last legs. Yeah, and it was kind of a cheapy one um, that came with the house mm-hmm. when we got it. And it was like it's old metal. It's guy. like the one that you get when you have to put one in because you you know you're gonna get rid of the house. You don't yeah. invest a ton, but yeah. it still like just needs a mailbox there. And it was so it yeah, wasn't the greatest looking. Yeah. Be, you know, she, she was on her last legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I went out one day for a bike ride, because that's the thing I do now. Mm-hmm. And she just had passed out. She just was on the ground. On the ground. And I was like, well, that's not going to work, is it? Nope. Um, and so 
I braved it. I figured out how to order pickup from Home Depot. There you go. Um, uh, curbside delivery. It's pretty great. Um, and then I had to borrow some tools <laughs> from bartender husband Nick. Uh, but I did it. You didn't have to borrow in, that many tools, just a couple hammers. Yeah. Really, I could have gotten away with just one, but we weren't sure which one I yeah. would need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, I learned how to use our drill. There you go. I almost had to go in and ask domestic partner, boyfriend, fiance, Jesse, but I figured it out on my own. There you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> you kind of needed to. Um, so I'm pretty proud of that one. And then as far as pop culture goes... I'm playing a lot of Rise of the Tomb Raider, which, by the way, I think is free on the PlayStation Network right now. Oh, is it? Yes. I'm not certain. Um, I think I read that somewhere. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm crafting in real life, and I'm crafting in Tomb Raider. There you go. Because that's what she do. We're learning how to sand and polish dice. That's our yes. current, like, new hobby in our house. Weird. It's almost like you play dice games. It's almost like we play dice games. And speaking of those dice games... Oh, yes. We... Like that transition I had there? Uh-huh. That really cra- carefully crafted, polished oh, transition? That segue was just beautiful. Um, Avernus... Would you guys seriously need to come up with a name for your crew at some point? Our Avernus crew? Yeah. I mean... At some point. Yeah. Um, but it, not many times what, can you say you left at an actual cliffhanger. Oh. Because as we lefted... We lefted? As we, we lefted, lefted it. Uh, you guys had literally jumped off a cliff. Quite literally. That's like... You have no clue how far down it is. Yeah. Look, I'm going to give... I'm going to give my crazy tiefling some credit. Yeah. Because the others got the cool, like, yeah. safety nets uh-huh. of, like, polymorphing into yep. things with wings. Yep. Or riding on the back of a thing that has yep. wings. This is true. Rosie <laughs> leapt off with a haphazard paraglider. <laughs> that you guys uh, crafted yourselves. In a day. <laughs> uh, you crafted in a day. And you were not there for the construction because you had to you had to right. leave the room for a second. Yeah. But I will tell you that the role uh, to inspect it after it was built, uh-huh. I'm just telling you, was like a seven. Which it's actually good that I didn't yeah. witness. Uh-huh. Because Rosie wouldn't have cared. She wouldn't have cared. Like, That's fine. She wouldn't have cared. It's got, it's Listen, fine. you had a really, really, really high role for the plans. Yeah. And then you had like a medium, like a like a 12 or 13 for the build. Yeah. And then you had like a 7 to inspect it. I mean, and it's still smarter than what she was going to do. She was just going to, she was going to take some giant fabric that uh-huh. she found and rope and go yeah. full paraglider like yeah. the 101st Airborne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, like just hold plan. the corners. Yeah. <laughs> she was just going to go full airborne. Yeah. She's like, this is fine. I got this. It's physics work. Uh-huh. <laughs> But, uh, you know, so this will we'll be see. great. We'll see how that turns out tomorrow. Uh, if which, a hurricane doesn't if, interrupt. Yeah, because we record <laughs> on Saturdays, we may be hanging from this cliff, if you will. Yeah. For two weeks. I did tell Nixie that if we come back, um, if we have to not play tomorrow because of weather. Yes. Um, and we come back and, and, and I lose my poor tiefling. Yeah. I'm renaming, I'm naming my new character after this hurricane. <laughs> That's just how it got to be. Which I'll tell you, uh, I uh, did heard the the storm's name uh-huh. probably about sixty times yesterday. Yeah, and uh, still forget how to pronounce it. I think I I I think I sent you a phonetic. Yep, you did. And then I sent one to I everyone. I saw a phonetic at work. somewhere else. 
Uh-huh. Uh, I also physically heard an announcer say, say yes. it. Yeah. Um, and I still, I've moved on from Isaiah Thomas to Acai Berry. That's closer. Yeah, it is. It's almost, it's actually closer. It is. It's, yeah. But that's as far, that's, I like, legitimately, I am so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like heard it 60 times and I'm yeah. still like, I remember it, the, the spelling of it is almost a palindrome. Oh, almost. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I that's the only mean. way I can spell it. Um, I will say, if you Issa Rae, do you know Issa Rae? Nope. The actor. Okay, that doesn't help. Nope. So if you st- if if you start it, you're good. Like if you can start it right, you're usually good. Okay. Because it's Isaias. It just kind of Isaias. Yeah. Okay. So Isa and then E and then us, and it's okay if you give it a harder U. Versus, I think that's part of the problem because it's A S at the no end. There's no U in no, it. No, but it sounds like it. Okay. Um, because I think it's Isaias, which is in Spanish, and the A is a little bit of a different sound. Isaias. Yeah. Okay. Isaias. So if you think of it as a soft U, it actually helps. See, and I can't think of there being a U in there yeah. because there's no U. Just ignore it. And then yeah. I'm just gonna. Um, now, if it makes you feel any better, I'm about to read a bunch of shit that's originally um, Welsh. <laughs> Welsh. So, yeah. uh, karma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you will feel how I feel. Yay. Um, but, uh, right. Stargate. <laughs> Stargate. This is a freaking great February episode. February 24th, 2006. <laughs> uh, written by Alan McCullough, directed by Mr. Peter DeLuise. Um... We, we didn't really have too many, like, guest stars. Like, I don't really consider Reynolds and yeah. uh, Billy guest roles at this point. Yeah. I mean, they are, but, like, yeah. they're not. Um, By the way, y'all are going to hear some beeping today. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, we're just going to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, Grace is part robot. Yep. So, previously on Stargate, Daniel had a fantastic beard. <laughs> and we had some talk about Merlin, which... Mm-hmm. Certainly has nothing to do with today's episode, considering it's called Arthur's Mantle. Sure. And Merlin was an ancient. He set the little dungeon traps at the beginning of the the beginning of season. Yeah, it's like, hey, hey, guys, remember Avalon? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and also remember the Sudan and how cool they were. Oh, that's a thing too. How Volnik and us have some, shall we say, grudges with each other? Uh, It's not great. So you start with a very, very tired Sam Mm. who totes. Didn't sleep in the lab, yeah. at least last night, working on this weird alien device. Uh, she, apparently, everyone has very nice quarters on base. Sure. I, I get um, I get where you get some of your influences, because I've heard those technicalities come out of your mouth before. <laughs> Technically, I have not been doing this thing forever. I did take a break and do this other thing instead. Oh, what's talking about? <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about at all. And uh, so this device itself was something they found in, under Glastonbury. Yeah. And even after six months of cracking their heads against it, Bill and Bill Lee and Sam Carter have nothing no. on this. Yeah. Um, but Sam doesn't want to send it to Area 51 just yet. Right. But before her and Cam can leave for breakfast, Sam actually gets some interesting readouts for the first time in forever. 
Mm-hmm. For the first time. Sorry. In for, sorry. I, got, I went there with you. I, I, was, I was right but there with see, you. We can sing. We, we didn't sing much last episode because we weren't used to the fact that we can sing again. We're back in, yeah, right we're now. back in sync to sing. Um, there is some fluctuating EM outputs uh-huh. going on. And so Sam types some stuff and does some Sam stuff and the device starts to glow, which is, you know, usually great. Yeah. No problem. Uh, and there's a blinding flash, and then Kim and Sam disappear. It's a trap. Wait, that was last episode. That was last episode. <laughs> and credits. Dun, dun, dun. That's never a bad thing when people disappear, right? Yeah. I do love, um, yeah, I mean, last time it happened, no one basically died and no. then came back and then uh-uh. we dealt with the Ori. Nope. Um, I like that this whole time, Cam just wants some hash browns. Listen, they didn't disappear uh-huh. at that point. Sure, sure. Their consciousness just their souls just and stuff. <laughs> All the, the shmarmy yeah, stuff. This whole time, Cam is just like, hash browns. Uh, hungry. Cam hungry. Food. Cam is part puppy. Oh, like, I think yes. we've had this about, we talked about this with, um, oh gosh, I just lost his name. Oh. He was here for one season. Oh, Jonas. Jonas. Yeah. Wow, my brain just disappeared. It's okay. Uh, mashed potato brain is yeah. what I have. Uh, it's just a bunch of mashed potatoes in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we've talked about how Jonas is part puppy. Yeah. Cam is part puppy in a different way. Like, yeah. Jonas is part puppy in, like, he's just so adorable. He's just, like, floppy. Floppy and puppy. cute and yeah. adorable and sweet. Cam is part puppy in the way that I would say as I look over and watch him... <laughs> camouflaged in <laughs> in bushes the way Drakey is part yeah. puppy like or full puppy it's like these are my basic needs I need food I need food and loyalty and I need some action yeah I need to kill things uh-huh. I need to eat things uh-huh. and I need my friends yeah <laughs> right now none of those are happening except my friend and the food is the easiest yeah for me yeah gonna need that so when we come back from credits um, we now see, we see them, they are yeah. still there, and yeah. we see a HUD from the device. Uh-huh. Some glowy, ancient-y <laughs> Everything's shit. fine. Uh, and sadly, Sam is not up to date with her ancient, so they're gonna need Daniel. Uh-huh. And that's when Bill comes into the room, hmm. and just continues on with this coffee, and his blue jello. <laughs> that looks like he totally brought for Sam. Yeah, I I love the amount of blue jello he got. I feel like he grabbed a double dose. Yeah. Like, I think he got the regular serving cup and then and put it in a larger them. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and he just continues on not seeing them or hearing them and then walks right through them. That's not weird at all. Which totes normal. Remember the time in the 90s when there was a billion ghost movies? Yes. Like, there was Frighteners with Michael J. Fox, and then there was uh-huh. Heart and Souls with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Do not forget the most important ghost movie of all, Casper. Casper was yeah. a good one. Yeah. And then there was uh, Ghost, obviously. Thirteen Ghosts. Thirteen Ghosts. Like, there was a lot of ghosty th- or were yeah. people becoming ghosts? I think Thirteen Ghosts was one of my early, like, horror films. Yeah. And those are, that was definitely part of the ghost realm, too. I just love the amount of them that were like, I'm a person that got turned into a ghost. What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Um, so thankfully for both Cam and Sam, they are still solid to each other as they proceed to uh, shove each other in the way 
that siblings just yeah. <laughs> in the back seat of the car poke each other. Yeah, it starts like you know, gentle, and you're just like it starts with not no. a thing. It starts with the like, how little can I touch you before you notice? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then just continues on from there. Yeah, just keep touching each other and just keep. Um, um, it's 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 the slow gradual escalation until it just exponentially grows. Yeah. And then, you know, mom and dad get very upset. And then Landry has to come and break them apart. There you go. Uh, and clearly they're thinking this is from the device and as Cam reaches down for the coffee cup, can't even pick that up. Now, yes, there is the trope of then how don't they just fall through the floor? This has been the trope of going out of phase oh, since right. the beginning of sci-fi. Uh, the answer is cause. <laughs> cause reasons. The answer's just cause. They can go through door or they can go through walls, but they can't go through the floor reasons. Uh-huh. There's a puppel with a hand on a cord. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you to keep talking okay. while I pry it from his so, tiny little hands. They're gonna walk and talk on their way to finding Daniel, and we learn out of phase. So they've shifted into an alternate dimension, and while there's an infinite amount of alternate realities there are finite amounts of alternate dimensions. And she goes to explain some M theory, M theory which Cam is just turns off immediately. His main importance here is, though, is that while he's already had an alternate reality, he now has an alternate dimension. Yeah. All he needs is some time travel, and he has the SG-1 trifecta. Don't say that too loud, because it'll <laughs> happen. I do love how he it's clear to us that he's overwhelmed by this and he's like i'm just not i'm just not i'm just not science. gonna think about I'm it just not but also like immediately after the next line they make sure that we understand that he's not an idiot no he's, he's just not. not a science dude because there's like also more things happen yeah so before we get to that i just wanted to touch so i think we've talked about m theory before on the podcast maybe because she's brought up string theory and stuff like this a couple times yeah um but M theory is, and M's can stand for many things. I think originally it stood for membrane. I think that's the officially it stands for membrane, but there's a whole bunch of alternate things that M could stand for. But basically it is wrangling all of the the different string theory versions, like cats. Okay. And like wrangling those cats into one like super theory. Whoa. So like it is still highly theoretical, it's a very difficult thing to actually test for. There's been no experiments or empirical data that can prove or disprove it. But it is still one of the top contenders for the theory of everything. Okay. The theory of everything is is like that grand unifying theory that combines quantum like like um, quantum mechanics and like general relativity because those essentially the piece that unlocks the puzzle. Yeah, because it's like you have the you have super big things and you mm-hmm. have super tiny scale things and like they don't work the same. Got it. So the the theory of everything is finding something that connects them. And yeah. Is a translator between the two, kind of. The science version of magic. Yes. Of magic. It's like finding hands. the converter. Got it. Yeah, it's finding the converter uh, between the two. Yes. So where all the dimensions fit in with string theory is, like, so the grand basic theory is is... When you think about the smallest building blocks right now in the universe, you think of protons, neutrons, electrons, quarks, mm-hmm. things like that. Yes. 
There's even smaller tiny things. Tiny little atomic. These are even tinier than that. So okay. these are tiny little one-dimensional quote-unquote strings. Whoa. Tiny, tiny one-dimensional tiny, little dots. Tiny, tiny, tiny strings. strings. <laughs> so the thought is, is that um, for the math to work for these, they had to exist in all these other dimensions that okay. we don't necessarily think of, all these higher dimensions. And so the idea is, is when these strings vibrate is how they vibrate and in what dimensions they vibrate in will determine like how we see it in our three-dimensional space whether it is matter whether it's gravity whether it's light it's how it vibrates in what dimensions so it's like everything's entwined in these tiny little meshes if you will it's almost yeah. like looking at being able to look at the weave of a fabric kind of yeah yeah. And so they move based on that. And so it's like comparing how, like, certain fabric shimmers versus... Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. If it, sh- if it shimmers, it's going to be light. Yeah. You know, if it keeps you... If it's a, it's a denser one, then right. it's going to be a gravity kind of... Yeah. That's kind of cool. And so the math... It's like looking at the grid view when you're designing something. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, so the math for spring theory branched out into these five different major theories as to how like, how string theory could work. And, the, and the, one of the main... There's multiple differences, in, but one of the main ones is like how many dimensions there are and like right. how they work. It's basically like how all the strings vibrate, kind of. Okay. Um, and so... Edward Winton in 1995 went, hey, what if all five major theories are actually describing the same thing? Oh, we're just looking at it from different angles. And he figured that a kind of, yeah, the one-dimensional string that we see, if you think of a dot, yeah. he goes, well, if you kind of look at it from different angle, then that dot is just one slice of a two-dimensional because it's membrane. Again, yeah. It's that's, like paper. Uh-huh. That's vibrating in like 11 different dimensions. That's so cool. And like, I will be honest, I have read, I have read some really quality books and I forgot to write them down to tell them to you because they're sitting on my bookshelf. On, oh, we'll Facebook them. Yeah. On, on string theory and on M theory. And you know, the old saying of how you can't, you don't truly understand something until you can explain it to others. Yeah. I'm at the, I can wrangle my brain around it. But once it gets beyond this part, yeah, it's like nope. I I slip in the fully understanding it because of explaining it to others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my yeah. my brain has it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, hasn't squeezed it enough yet. Gotcha. I need to squeeze the orange of M theory more. It's a li- yeah, you have to like roll it around a uh-huh. little more in your hand, yep. so you can get those juices yeah. nice and loose. Exactly. And then cut it over and just squish. It. Yeah. But the, so the the main part of M theory to keep in mind is is the idea that it's it groups multiple string theories together, right? And it talks about because there's also like larger strings, but it basically talks about these small multi-dimensional strings that their vibration is what like creates everything. So it's like, almost like the the what makes matter matter it's like the, it's what makes matter matter but it also is what makes light light it's what so, makes dark right. it, what it's, makes it's everything. everything got it yeah the theory of, of everything, everything. Burr, burr, burr. so 
Yeah. That's a good place for an air horn. <laughs> Holy moly. It's been a while since we had a science a quality yeah. to Nixie, and I'm loving it. So, Cam doesn't care about any of that, though. No. He's like, he, the important part to Cam is that he's read yeah. all the mission reports, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, He's like, look, here's some hard fact evidence. None of this theory because shit. I was in the hospital for a real goddamn long time, yeah, he says. Ran out of shit to uh, do. Ran, I needed things that were interesting to Quarantine read. Quarantine levels amount of yeah. being confined yeah. to one space. Yeah. Uh, and he knows that Daniel went through something similar with the Crystal Skull uh-huh. back in an early season. Oh, yeah. Um, and so Sam is thinking since his grandfather could see Daniel because he'd been through it already. Sure. Then maybe Daniel can see them. Hey, that's an idea. Yeah. Let's do it. So... Uh, that was almost my AKA, was Daniel was here. But then Daniel <laughs> wasn't here. Daniel wasn't here. So we couldn't do it. That was the early theory yeah. for the... Uh-huh. So Landry comes to the locker room looking for Cam, but Tilk hasn't seen him. And according to SG2, they may have a timeline for the Prior's ultimate doomsday grand plan. Yeah, by the way, the Priors are coming. And I know y'all are dealing with some weird shit. It's only days away. Uh, we're so excited. And funny how we only have, like, a couple episodes left in the season. Weird how that, well, thank goodness they, you know, <laughs> filmed this documentary the way they did. Otherwise, we'd never know what happens with those priors. I know. So, <laughs> Tilk is, Tilk's like, look, I'll find Cam. I'll let him know. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cam and Sam find Daniel in the hallway, and needless to say, Daniel does not see them. Nope. <laughs> nope. That theory is busted wide open, I would, Okay. Quick. How tempted would you be? I think we probably had this conversation when Daniel was invisible. <laughs> but I'm going to ask it again. Yeah. Because it comes up every time. Yep. How long would you just watch someone? Oh, gosh. Here's the problem. I have such, like, this innate built-in guilt uh-huh. that I would, and then I would realize that, like, I couldn't because I'm like, I'm going to have to tell him at some point the longer I'm here. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell him I was here. And I don't want to have that conversation. See, I think it's... I think people are fascinating. People are 100% fascinating. I and, love people watching. And I, I think I would... I think... I, I'd have to be there with you because you'd have to be like, enough. Yeah. You gotta stop. <laughs> and I'd be like, look, he's just fucking sitting there. He's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Or I'd start to count, like, look at the number of times that person scratches their nose. Here's the... Th- here's where I think my... If I'm watching them while they're in a public place. Yeah. I would probably be there for much longer. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have a guilt. Yeah. There's the temptation then to maybe not watch them in a public place. Yeah. Here's the here's <laughs> the thing. Get to a little bit more voyeurist. <laughs> I can tell you that I do this now even though I'm not invisible. Uh-huh. To domestic partner, <laughs> boyfriend, fiance, future husband Jesse. I'm just going to keep adding to yeah, his title. That's fine. Um, and he goes, what? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just watching you. And he goes, it's weird. <laughs> and he does the same as well. I, like, look over and he's just sitting there, like, uh, watching yeah. me. Well, and I'm like, I, nope. <laughs> I think we've learned that bartender husband Nick yeah. and me yeah. are very similar. Very humans. similar. Because <laughs> we're like, we're just going to just gonna watch. What's happening, watch. What's, What's happening here? What's happening here? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think that would it would I'd probably watch the dogs most. Cuz they're the ones who I think are the most interesting. I'll tell you, my dog is not interesting. <laughs> well, these ones are. I mean, not at the second. Yours might be. <laughs> Mine less so. Oh, oh, he knows we're talking about him. Yeah, he does. That tail started going. So anyways, here's the problem. They're now in an alternate, alternate dimension. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. in an alternate dimension than They're Daniel's so in. alt. It's a hipster dimension. They're very alt. It's new alt. Yeah. Neo-alt. <laughs> yeah. Another AKA. Yeah. Neo-alt. Neo-alt. So now how are they going to communicate the problem? Uh, and then they have an unscheduled Octoworld activation, and then Daniel runs the other way again. Yeah, yeah. Yay! So everyone's here in the control room. Although no one's seen Sam or Cam. No IDC, Walter has a radio signal, and it's all fucked up. Yeah, it's something is definitely not okay with the way this is getting delivered. And while Sam knows that there is probably a harmonic distortion in the data stream, mm-hmm. uh, Walter doesn't. Yeah, this is um, what I imagine everybody who listens to our podcast feels like. Yes. When <laughs> when we sit here and go, what was the thing was with the thing, thing and the who stuff? Was the, who was the guy? Uh, or or maybe this is like Sam's version of sports. Could be like I just have yelling another, at the TV. I'll get there. I have another. I have another like correlation to make. Oh, there. oh, oh! When we, when we when we get to the next scene, okay. Uh, and needless to say, there's a thunk on the iris. Yes, which is never good. Sure. Uh, and Walter is going to run some tests, and Landry is going seriously. Can we? I love you, Walter. Can we get Sam mm-hmm. here now mm-hmm. for this? And that's when she just hovers over Walter and another tech's shoulder, knowing exactly what they need oh, to yeah. do, and just yelling into the void. Yeah. Here's how I correlate it. This is me, like, trying... If I'm trying to show someone a program oh. or a technique, this is what's going on in my head. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, you're... It's over there. No, it's over there. No, up. No, it's... No, no there's a hockey. No, Don't. Can you just... No, scale it a little more. Nope. That's the wrong one. Nope, that's the wrong layer. Nope, you click over there. (laughs) Serenity now, serenity now. In my head, I'm yelling into the void. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I call... I've learned to just make fun of myself in those moments and go, here, I'm just going to drive. Yeah. And I just tell people that. Uh I'm just going to drive your computer for a minute. And then I'm but gonna... if I'm physically trying to teach them, uh-huh. I can't drive their computer. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I've learned. Here's here's the thing I've that's learned. Why I don't have the patience to teach. I don't know where I pick this up because I think I do okay most of the time. Every now and then I'll have to drive. Yeah, and then I, I don't know. I, there must have been a teacher in my life who did this before, and I think it was. I think I'm. I think I'm having like like recovered memories of calculus. <laughs> <laughs> where the teacher would drive yeah. and then erase all the work they did <gasps> so that you have to do it. So they're showing it to yeah, you. Yeah, I like that. So I've done that and I've learned that and I don't know if it's good or bad, but it forces yeah. people to do it themselves. It does. I don't like that. So though. I'm like, here's the thing and you go like this and you go like this and you go like this. Okay, I'm going to delete all the work I did. See, here's what I've learned as my teaching technique. Mm-hmm. And it only works... On a one-on-one or a two-on-one basis sure. with people who are also as, uh, 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 go get them as I am. Uh-huh. I'll go, okay, here's the problem. 
here's like a vague thing. Now go figure it out and come back to me if you have any questions. Yeah. Those are the best like, people to work with. Google it. Like I Google shit. Like just yeah. here's here's the thing. Here's the short wave. Here's like the the, the short thing. Here's the equation. Yeah. Uh, figure it out. Yeah. Come back to me if you Solve have any questions. Solve for x. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my route of yeah. teaching. It's uh, yeah. It's the difference between hey, figure out how to solve for x mm-hmm. versus now subtract one hundred. Yeah. Now add this. <laughs> now divide now by I here. I will it's say, like, um, I frequently have been in a place where someone or one or two people will be over my shoulder, like helping me design something. I'll tell you, most of the time, that doesn't bother me. Ah, uh-huh, interesting. I have usually no problem with someone going, yeah, can you try something like this? Yeah. And then like try moving over and then like align it. Yeah. Like that usually, I think no it problem. shows the difference between how we work because I could be that person all day long. Yeah. But I think I do a pretty solid input. <laughs> like I'm not just sitting here. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think I'm better if someone else is doing the work and I'm like, okay, here's how I want this to feel. Ready? Go. <laughs> Do the thing. Do the thing. Press the button. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, meanwhile, Teal'c and Daniel are having to tell Landry that Cam and Sam are missing. Yay. Nowhere to be found. Hey, uh, so name the top <laughs> two people... <laughs> That you would not want to be missing. Go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, those are the ones. Those are their... They're not answering their phone. No one's seen them. We checked their chips. Their car's still here. Yeah. Um, we don't know... It's, uh, it's really weird. ...where they are. It's weird times. They're still on base somewhere, uh-huh. we think. Maybe. So, Cam is watching all of this, and he does admit he has a real Patrick Swayze and ghost feeling, and just... Needs to find Whoopi. He needs a Whoopi, and I think that that's what Daniel is. It's he does. his Whoopi. He comes at Whoopi. So, meanwhile, Cam either, or Sam either yelled loud enough, or Walter just needed a little more time to figure it out. Sure. Uh, and needless to say, the message is from the Sudan. They are under attack. Many have fallen, and that's right about when they heard something collide with the iris. So, Yikes. that's not good. Yeah. Daniel, or Teal wants to investigate. Daniel knows, of course, Cam is the best person to be going to talk to Sudan, uh-huh. but since no one knows where Cam fuck it is, yeah. As I he's guess standing, gonna go right there. Yeah. So it's such a bummer that they're ghosts that can't lift things. I know because I would go full poltergeist at that point. Yeah, just be like, I'm gonna throw things across the room. I'm coming out. <laughs> I want the world to know. <laughs> so uh, Doctor Lee stops Daniel in the hallway. Both were looking for the other one when yeah. they ran across each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee, Bill at least knows that Sam's laptop is in his lab, hooked up to the device, and that's when Daniel dives out of the elevator. Yep. He has an idea. They have all security cameras. So in the control room, thankfully, they can just watch the security camera in Bill's lab. Yeah. And there's Sam. And then there's the cam. Yeah. This is, this is where Daniel goes full murderino. Yes. He's like, I know what we do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check the security cams. Yeah. We have the time. Um, and then the feed goes static. And then it comes hmm. back, and then there's no more camera Sam. And they watch the feeds from the hallway at the same time because that's super intelligent. They watch them side by side, yeah. and they don't leave the lab. That's they true. just disappear. They're just gone now. So they left the room without going through the door. 
On the Sodan planet, yeah. Teal and SG-12 arrive via the Eye of the God transporter, uh, ready for action, but there's no action to be found. There recently was a battle here for sure, which leads to the question, um, who got the transporter codes to get here? Because that is like their most top secret intel. And oh. it's amazing that Cam got that after his time with them. Like the, it's Is that like, something Cam would have shared with the group? Well, Cam obviously shared it with Teal'c. Right. But it's, I mean, it's like Earth giving out an IDC. Right. Like, we don't do it. Right. Oh, I see what you mean. Who, like, whoever came in. Yeah. I thought you meant, how did we get here? No. no. I get it. Who is the bad guy and how did they get here? Exactly. Um, so in the village, the place is more of a former village. Yeah, honestly. it's kind of brutal. The place is burnt. There are dead everywhere. Yeah, uh, they check for survivors, but you know, Tilk is clearly thinking that there can't really be any. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does notice that their symbiotes are targeted specifically. Like this is someone who knew how to kill Jaffa effectively. It was definitely a very calculated thing. Is what yeah. we're finding. And Teal'c spots um, Haikon, who is barely alive. His symbiote is dead. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, try to get him up and get him out of the sun and get some tritonin in him. Mm. So back at the SGC, it's the one time Cam can't eat uh-huh. is the one time they have roast beef. Yeah. He's so hangry right now. He's so hangry. He's been asking for ages for some roast beef. <laughs> and now they have it, and he can't eat anything. He's such a baby. It's only been a few hours, but we saw what happened with uh, with McKay when he couldn't eat or drink anything. Oh, yeah. Very similar. Seems like, don't worry, we're going to get it figured out. It's fine. So... This scene. Bill has the whole lab. Oh, this is my favorite. Crime scene taped off. Uh-huh. Landry and Daniel come in to see what he has. And what Bill's theory uh-huh. is that it's basically Honey, I Shrunk the Kids yeah, moment. Yeah, he's been watching a lot of Disney Channel. Uh-huh. Um, he's about to pull out all the magnifying. I do yeah. love their setup with the cones. Yes. The, like, somebody... In this lab used to work at Walmart. Uh-huh. Because they're like, hang on, I got a way to get this done. <laughs> I mean, look at miniaturization is a solid sci-fi trope. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, what, what's the, 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 the one where you travel into the human, incredible... The incredible... Voyage. Tr- the fantastic voyage. Whichever one it is. Yeah. You go inside. Or, oh, go, no, there's a better one. Oh, what's the better one? Hang on, it's, hang on. It, it, they did it in Star Trek in DS9? No, the one with Martin Short. Ah, uh, uh, okay, hang on. Okay. Keep going. But they did it in a great episode of DS9 where they all shrink down tiny. I love that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang on, we're going to have a visitor and I'm going to ask him what the name of the movie was. He might know. With Martin Short. Where he gets and, tiny? And I think it's, is it Kurt Russell? And so, and the other guy gets tiny and goes inside Martin Short. Interspace. Interspace! <laughs> Dr. Russell, Dennis Quaid. Thank you. Uh, I knew it was one of those. They're kind of the same person. Right? It, was, it was one of those. I mean, that's, that's not okay. It was either going to be... Um, <laughs> I just mean, when usually when I'm trying to think of one, like, somehow that's those are two... 
that I frequently get confused. I, I, I love what I chastise you for your, you know, your, your slight racism against white males that Stormy just jumps in front of you. <laughs> like, how dare you? How dare you chastise my Nixie? <laughs> okay, thank you, domestic partner boyfriend Jesse. <laughs> so back in the village, no one else has survived this attack. And um, Haikon honestly may not survive it either at this point. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't going well. And he weakly calls out for Teal'c, um, and is like, you people need to GTFO mm-hmm. and save yourself. Yeah, it's not gonna go well here. And he admits that Volnek did this. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, shocking for all to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another member of SG-12 calls, they were heading back to the, to the gate, um, that they're now under attack. So Teal and uh, Hayden yeah. run out as backup. And Bill's lab look, he admits they aren't tiny, okay? They're not Yeah. It's not a thing. Fine. And we have a real comedic moment with Bill and headphones and Daniel realizing he said lepton radiation. <laughs> and Daniel has to go again. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. This moment brought to you. Uh, brought to you by one dog taking the water bowl and then running with it <laughs> like it is treasure. I found a water bowl and he's running like he's just stolen a prized possession. <laughs> he's stolen the golden monkey idol and he is running for all it's worth. <laughs> But Mama, I, I stole that. That's what I Mama's gonna bury it. I'm not editing any of this out. No, you should 100% leave it. <laughs> <laughs> just want y'all to know when I yell, nope, and y'all. I was not helping you, listeners. What's funny is I watched him tip all the water out of the bowl so that yeah. he could get it in his mouth. <laughs> I was, I was trying, I was trying to keep an eye on it. <laughs> Thinking I'm gonna beat him to it. Yeah, nope. Because I've known him long enough to know that that would be his next action. Um, okay, I'm back. Sorry. Okay, so when when Teal and Hayden arrive at the at the the site, yeah. one team member and I had a bug fly in my face. <laughs> it's a quite bunch of embarrassing today. <laughs> this is fine. Needless to say, one team member is already dead. Uh-huh. Another one is severely injured. It's not going great. Teal is like covering with two P90s. <laughs> Yeah. He's moved on from 1P90. Um, Volnik was wearing a cloak of greater invisibility. Oh, yeah. He can attack while invisible. Yikes. And as Teal'c punches the code into the transporter to try to get the injured back to the SGC, uh, the code isn't working. Hmm. Um, Volnik has taken one of the control crystals. They aren't going anywhere. Yeah, they're kind of trapped here. I do love that Teal'c opened the gate, and I was like, oh, I never thought that you opened the gates. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> There's stuff inside them that makes them work. Yeah. In my head, they were just solid cement walls. They're just magic. Yeah. Okay, that's all. <laughs> so Cam is trying to encourage Daniel while he works. Like, Daniel has all of these books, like, just, like, my dream. Just all the books laid out so you can cross-reference and flip between them. And Cam's just in the back like a silent cheerleader. Oh, yeah. He's like, come on, please figure this out because I'm hungry. And Daniel starts explaining to Landry when he arrives that he was going over the text found in the Glastonbury cave. Mm -hmm. And one word he's pretty sure is a variation on Anwin. Yeah. Anwin. Anwin. Which is a cloak 
An invisibility cloak. Uh-huh. Uh no, sorry. Anwen is the I missed a line. Is the Celtic underworld where Arthur went to search for the thirteen sacred objects, one of which is a cloak of invisibility, invisibility called the Mantle of Arthur, which was kept by Mirrodin, who we all know and love as Merlin. Yay, or Arthur's Illin. And then this is the part where Nixie said, Hey, do you want to do a little bit about the cloak? Because you like really like Arthurian Arthurian legends and weirdly obsessed with the thing. Uh Um, And I was like, sure. And then I went, I don't actually know a lot about this, do I? And then I went, I guess I could just look it up real quick. And then it was an hour later. Yeah, welcome to my world. So I have condensed. (laughs) This is why I don't sleep at night, because I do shit like that. (laughs) So here's what I'm going to give you. I'm just going to give you a quick, quick, quick turnaround of the 13 treasures of the British, of the Isle of Britain. Okay. Or uh, the 13, as as we talk about them here, the 13 sacred objects that were brought back from the underworld. So, yes, yes, there was 13. uh, And here they are in this order. Super fun times. The best part is trying to remember where else in pop culture you've seen them. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for this part. So, the White white Hilt, or Dernwin, because it was in the original Welsh, which is the sword of Ritterick Hale. Okay. So, very cool, very fancy, powerful sword. And this is not Excalibur. This is not Excalibur. Okay. It's the sword of Riddick Hale. Okay. So, that was the person's name. Gotcha. Ryder, or Ryderick. Guys, I'm going to butcher You're going to pull a Nixie. Welsh because it's Welsh. Pull a Nixie, man. Um, Listen, so, when you have a city name that has like 18,000 characters. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Um, I would hate to do like the newscasts for them. And, oh, like, watching the weather straight. for that is just fun. The best times. Um, so, um, it was, so the, the name of the sword is White Hill. Sorry, guys, it's full action <laughs> mode in our backyard now. Um, and, and I promise that I'm going to focus. <laughs> guys, this is my one time to shine. And now there's a full action movie happening in our backyard. It's just two dogs going it's at each other. It's just two brothers. Just two brothers. It, you know what it is? Yeah. It's uh, it's Ronan and Shepard sparring. Oh, that's exactly what it is. That's what it is. That's exactly what's going on. Oh, and we found a rope. <laughs> we found a willing victim. Um, okay, we have a sword. So the sword of uh, White Hilt was uh, famous for two things. One, its owner was very generous, and anyone who wanted to wield the sword could wield it. He's okay. like, here you go. Have yeah. fun. Wield the sword. The other, no one ever wanted it though, because it was kind of a weird sword. Yeah. It was a flame from hilt to tip. Oh. Kind of like we've seen people borrow in other pop cultures. Yeah. One of my favorites to think of is Lightbringer. Yeah, like from Game Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. Uh Exactly. Okay. So the second one is the hamper of Gwindo Garanhir. Okay. Which was food for one man. That you could put in the hamper, uh-huh. and then you'd open the hamper, and it would be food for a hundred people. Oh! So to me, I couldn't think of an actual pop culture reference, but it feels very D and D flavor. It feels very D and D flavor. Loaves and fishes. Loaves and fishes. I'm thinking like Lembo spread, even yeah. though it's a little different. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But just the idea of this magically making food happen. I like it. Okay, this one uh, may be my my favorite. Uh-huh. The horn of Bran Galed. Uh, whatever drink was wished for could be found yes. in the horn. Yes. I'm thinking Grog's mug. Grog's mug. Also, <laughs> just I want that horn. Oh, yeah. Kool Aid. Kool Aid. <laughs> Mead. 
Mead. Beer? Mead? Meadery mead. Meadiest mead of the meads. Meads. Uh, so that was Grog's Jug. Uh, the Chariot of Morgan Mwinfar. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm calling it a teleportation chariot because okay. it's a chariot that would get you somewhere quick. The place that you wish to be. Gotcha. Swiftly. So it's hardest. Yeah. But. <laughs> I mean, yeah, or it's like, beam me up, chariot. Yeah. But I also think, I wonder if back in the day, it was just like, it would move as fast as a car. Like, it'd be really yeah. cool for that magic to be, because the word used was swiftly or yeah. quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. It's 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 one of those, again, technology and distinction for magic. Yes, exactly. So it's, it's going like 30 miles an hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, dude, look at how fast Look how fast it is. It is. Uh, which kind of brings us, while we're on the topic of transportation, uh, number five is the halter of Clyde's Aden. Um, so it was, and I don't know a lot about horses, so I'm going to fuck this up. Yeah. But it was at the foot of your bed on whatever the stable is of your bed. Uh-huh. Um, and the halter was there, and whatever horse you wanted, it would be available to you. Oh, it was like it's magic like a horse, horse halter. A magic horse would just well, whichever horse you the halter was magic. So whichever horse you called upon would be in the halter. Oh, so it didn't just make horses appear. It would just call the horse like, that you wanted. I want my Budweiser pu- dog horse. <laughs> the Budweiser dog horse. Yep. Those are all words I said. <laughs> are you trying to think of Clydesdale? In that order, giant puppies. Uh, <laughs> Yes, which <laughs> brings me to my next point. Today, horses are cool. Yeah, but they're not as needed for transportation no. as they were. So I would want the halter to be a collar that would call on whichever puppy in the world I wanted. That would be real cool. Just any of the puppos. That'd be real. Sometimes cool. I would be like, "Look, I love my boys," but I'm like, "Bring me Joe Flanagan's puppy." Bring me Joe Flanagan's puppy. I'll take Family Puppy. Bring like, me that bring me puppy Augie all day. You know. Every day. Yeah. Yes. Um, Can you just imagine, like, you're petting your dog and it just, like, blinks out? It's like, oh, god damn it, she's doing the thing again. <laughs> like, this idea that you do it all or, the like, time. Or, like, and then someone who, like, doesn't know that that object exists and, like, their dog just blinks out you're of like, existence um, in front of them. <laughs> and then it comes back later happy like as a clown. Like, Joe Flanagan's dog just disappears. Yeah, thanks. We'll be taking that. <laughs> in, um, in, in the place is just a note going, well, he'll be returned. BRB. <laughs> uh, okay. The knife of Do it. Lol Fro did. Just so you know, there's two L's and three D's <laughs> and then a lot of other things. That's what the Law for Dead. Farchog. Yeah. Um, this one I don't understand. It's a, it's a knife that would serve for 24 men to eat at a table. I don't get it. I looked it up a it little further. Serve 20- I wonder if it just, like, makes... It's one of those, like, where it... Maybe maybe it, if if it's cutting off something, like... It just keeps cutting it enough. It just keeps cutting it off. Yeah. So oh, that feed, makes sense. So if you have, like... It's like when you're cutting a turkey, it just keeps cutting the same piece over and over. So if you only have a rabbit, like, that rabbit will feed 24 people? That makes sense. I like it. Okay. Okay. So the next two are very much uh, um, in the same theme, if you will. So the Cauldron of Durnwich the Giant, where if you cooked meat for the brave, it would boil immediately. Okay. If you cooked meat for a coward, 
it would never boil. Interesting. But at the end of the day, guys, don't boil meat. Don't boil there's meat. There's better ways to eat meat. Like, there's very few meats that should be boiled. Yeah. Um, and the next one is the whetstone of Tidwell Triglid. Um, <laughs> Tidwell Triglid. If, if it was the sword of... If you used it to... If you used the wet sword on the whetstone on the sword of a brave man, it would be so sharp that it could kill. Nice. But if you used it on the sword of a coward, it wouldn't even draw blood. Dude, that's awesome. Um, but what if it was just a whetstone and it's like, everyone's brave. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, the code of The pardon. cowards just didn't draw blood yeah. because they were cowards and didn't right. go to draw It's just fun to play. Blood. Uh, okay, almost through. I forgot. I swear. Number nine is the coat of Pardon base robed. Um, it's a coat. Yeah. If you were a well-born man, it would fit you beautifully. Wonderful. If you were not, then it would not. The yeah. end. Mainly because then if you were a highborn, you'd pr- be able you to get it tailored. It to yourself to be whatever <laughs> you wanted. That's uh, Sorry, I'm going... I don't know if that was Cookie Monster. This morning I was Oscar the Grouch. Not on purpose, but <laughs> I was. Good. Uh, okay, 10 and 11, because they get combined, because there were some other weird optional ones, which I'll share. Yeah. Uh, is the crock of the dish of Riggin Gid. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Riggin Gid. Riggin Yep. The cleric. Yay. Uh, whatever food you wish for, you got. Cool. Always fun. A feast Always. of heroes. Yeah. Heroes feast. Yeah, there you go. Um, number 12, the chessboard of Gwendoloo. Absadio. I don't know. <laughs> I th- honestly, a lot of these could just be like um, autocorrects yeah. that my phone did. Oh, my my thing autocorrects things to not be words so very Can frequently. I tell you that it, it did uh, correct something earlier to Zelenka, and I was really proud yeah, of no, my Yeah, no, mine will now autocorrect to Zelenka. It's real nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so the chessboard was made of a gold board and silver pieces, and it would play by itself. Well, what's the fun in that? Just, I mean, you get to watch it play, I guess. Okay. I mean, if you don't have a TV. Maybe. Yeah, it's kind of fun to watch a gen sport sports. thing. It's sports. It's watching sports on TV. Yeah. ES, uh, ESPN, it's Beyond the Ocho. Yeah. <laughs> it's ESPN 9. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's great. And number 13 is the mantle of Arthur, or Arthur Zillin. Uh, the invisibility cloak, we were just talking about. Um, we'll go back to, but there was two optional pieces, which is why the crock and the dish are sometimes one item. Yeah. Um, one of them is cool. It's the ring of Elund the Fortunate, uh-huh. which is an invisibility ring. Okay, I was like... very familiar as I was well. actually going like, does it, is, does it bring people back from the dead? Are we just getting to the Deathly Hollows now? No, no, no. Well, this one is like, you put it on, uh-huh. and you're invisible. Oh, but can I've a never giant, heard of that Can before. a giant eyeball in the sky see Probably. you, though? <laughs> I'm going to say that... <laughs> The fortunate is the giant eyeball. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's the giant eyeball. He's like, that's mine. Uh, the last one is not my favorite. Um, it's the mantle of Teague, who was a woman. Um, um, and it was like a gold breast, I don't know, some sort of mantle. But if you were a virgin, yeah. it looked beautiful on uh-huh. you. And you wore it beautifully. If yeah. you were not, it didn't fit. Oh. And it's like, hey, you know what? Fuck this yeah. magic thing. Uh, fuck the patriarchy. That's uh, none, of my, none of your business. <laughs> nope. It's nobody's business but nope. mine. Look, uh, must be, it must really be that all women are virgins. Yeah. That's funny. Look, it's none of your business o'clock. Uh-huh. How about 
mantle. I think it's broken. This is the mantle of go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a mantle that I can get yeah. behind. Anyway. And that is all 13 treasures, and that was me being as succinct <laughs> as I could. I tried my best. Um, that is lore according to Grace. That's awesome. There's science according to Nixie, lore according to Grace. I have to, like, find... There we go. My, anyway. like, notes went back to the beginning of the screen. Okay. Oh. So, uh, yeah, Daniel explains all of that. All, all 13 all items. Yeah, they just edited it out for uh, time. And then both Landry and Cam are like, I don't... Wrap what, it up. Words. <laughs> Daniel knows the crystal skull also released lepton radiation, and Cam's like, nose touch, nose touch. Yeah. That one. That one. That one. And what if the cloak itself doesn't make you invisible as much as just shoves you into a nearby dimension? Hey. It's less of a cloak. And more of a machine. Yeah. It's more of an extra-dimensional machine. It's more of a science-based thing versus just magic. So no clue why Merlin built it or how to undo it, but Daniel's mm-hmm. thinking Cam and Sam are actually here on the base around them, and they just kind of look around for a second. Yes. Cam's like, I'm right here. Go get it, Lassie. You're almost there. In the village, Tilkna has his own cloaking device. Oh, yes. He's gone full predator mode. So they can't just walk back to the Stargate because it's months away on foot. Very dangerous terrain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and any backup they send by Earth is just going to get stuck with them here at the village. Yep. Teal's like, look, stay here. Stay safe. I'll deal with Volnick. Stay alive. Stay alive. <laughs> stay alive. Stay alive. I've ever seen it. This is someone this month. Sorry. <laughs> Tricky was a fan of the singing, and so I got caught up Hi. watching him watch you sing. So Hayden's like, um, dude. Nobody. <laughs> he was so into it, he decided to crawl, try to crawl onto into my lap. Into your face, yeah. Uh, Hayden's like, look, um, do take out an entire village of Sodan warriors. <laughs> yes, Chilk, you one person. Go sure. ahead and try to take do, him do on. Do the thing. I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> Back in the lab, everyone is gathered around the device. Daniel's, like, he's like, I've been here. It sucks. You can't do anything. You can't interact. Yeah. Um, but somehow they might be able to respond. They just don't know how. So the device looks like a keyboard, and we don't have an interface. And Daniel thinks maybe there's an interface for... Cam and Sam. Yay! And all of a sudden, one of the buttons starts bouncing up and down on the keyboard and we see Cam punching the air and they high-five each other because they found a way to communicate. They should have air-fived Daniel or high-fived his face. Yeah, or just like went up and left hanging. Just go. And so they have yes and no buttons established. And there is a display there. No, they cannot read it. Yep. Yes, it's an ancient. So they're going to have to translate it with just yes or no. Oh, this will be fun. Letter by letter. Uh-huh. It'll take a while. Yeah. I'm glad they edited this part down. They because, didn't just make us watch Because it they, they don't go pressing buttons. Yes. <laughs> don't Please go stick. pressing buttons, y'all. Please stick to the Levers. yes and the no that you <laughs> I would hope that halfway through, yeah, that the phrase starts to make sense to Daniel. And he'd be like, "I'm filling this in." It's kind of like Wheel of Fortune, yeah. if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at some point, he's like, "Got it." It says butts. <laughs> it says see more butts. Yeah. Um, so Teal is out tracking. 
Mm-hmm. And he gets under cloak. Full predator. So Walter reports to Landry uh, that Teal'c and SG-12 were an hour overdue. Mm-hmm. So SG-3 uh, and 22 were going to head out to extract him. Uh-huh. And Cam is there and hears this too. Meanwhile, the transit is going real slow. Yeah. Um, they have almost a full sentence done. Yay. And Cam's come in, and he is going to go off-world. Yeah. He's going to tag along with SG-3 and 22, which super doesn't seem like a thing that you should be doing. Yeah, yeah. You're invisible. You're, you feel invincible. Yeah. Why not? Um, meanwhile, Sam is ignoring Daniel while they're having this conversation. He's just running his fingers over letters this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Daniel... It gets worried that they aren't there anymore. Yeah. No buttons are being pressed. Cam's like, look, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to get some intel. Like, this is really important to me. They need some help. I'm going to go anyway. Bye. Yeah. Daniel's like, seriously, if you're still here, can you press any buttons? And Sam's like, I'm fucking here. I'm here. Back (laughs) off. It's like when you're on the phone. So one of the fun things we've learned in quarantine times. Yes. Is sometimes I'm on a phone call with one person. Yes. And then someone sends a chat message uh-huh. from another location, but they don't know I'm on a phone call because yeah. I'm not on a Teams call. Yeah. I'm on a phone call. Yeah. And so I've got like a, a novel in chat uh-huh. and they're like, hello. And I'm like, on phone. But it's Which also. I feel like is what Sam's doing. He, yes. Because there's like, listen, there's etiquette for mm-hmm. like Slack, for Teams, for any sure. of these messaging things. Now, I am someone who, when I send a message frequently, I'm not expecting an immediate response. Yeah. I'm just going, I'm putting this here. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm putting this at, here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, but it's, what I'm saying, there's a difference between, like, look, I know you're in a meeting. I see that. I'm just putting this here so yeah. I don't forget. You look at that later. Yeah. To someone who's like, hey, hey, can we talk about this? Hey, talk hey, to you me there? right now. Talk to me right now. Hey, what's the answer to this? Hey, I'm looking for this. Yeah. Hey, can you give me this? <laughs> hey. Hey, I'm in your computer. <laughs> I am your computer. Computer. Sorry, okay. Hello, I'm back, computer. I'm back. back. Oh, I, I, how quaint. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love Scotty. So Teal goes out tracking, finds another dead Sudan, mm-hmm. and Twid's breaking. It's the amount of noise where, like, Voldek's not just making that amount of noise by accident. No. Like, that's purposeful He's distraction. He's around. Um, and starts taking shots at Teal from behind. And mm-hmm. he looks, how can we say, not healthy? No, he's, um, he's, uh, not great. Not great. Is what I'm going to call it for now. Um, and so Teal lays a whole bunch of shots into him. He goes down and he's down for until he gets back up again. Yeah. In a slightly, uh, zombie-like it, manner. It doesn't even take half his movement to no, get up. No, no. And, and he starts firing again as Teal'c runs. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, uh, not great times. So the translation continues. Yes. Uh, Bill figured out what Sam did to trigger the device, and he runs through how he's isolated the algorithms that she used to sync the blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then he could, he could just flip it so it's back to the normal frequencies. Sure. And then that could reverse the process. Everything's fine. It's brilliant. It's going to work great. Give me one second, and he hits enter, and look at that. Daniel can see Sam. Yay! That's we did awesome. Uh huh. We totally did it. Daniel's never gonna doubt Bill again. But now, Unless... um, 
But now Bill can't see Daniel. Yeah, unless he royally and fucked then, up and reverse rolled. And then, like, walked... Yeah, he rolled a one. Yeah. And then walks through Daniel. I always think of... There was a story... I can't... I wish I remember the story. There was a huge story that played out in my local... Uh, where I grew up. When I started in local news. And the photo that got sent out was a pretty good guy. But he was, like, new in his career. And he came back, and it took him a while to get the package edited together. And we're yeah. like, Angle looks really weird. Why is our reporter, like, on in some of these shots, yeah. like, a little weird? And then we learned that he did what we call, in the biz, a reverse roll. Oh, yeah. Where he hit record. Mm-hmm. And when he, was, when he thought he wasn't recording. Yeah. And then hit record again, and then stopped recording. Mm-hmm. And so they had to borrow... A competitor's video. Yeah. I, uh, package. I've done that before. Yeah. But not as I'm jobbing. Yeah. Jo- jobby jobbing. <laughs> not when I'm jobbing. But I feel like that's the equivalent of what Dr. Lee did. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I got it. See? Oh, I did it backwards. Oh. Just kidding. So Teal'c makes it back to the village. Mm-hmm. And he found... He did find Volnik. Mm-hmm. That's for true. And Haikon's like, yeah, you're lucky to be alive. Yeah. So we flash back to ten days ago. Mm-hmm. And he went to a neighboring planet for some trade. As you do. Mm-hmm. On the way back, he ran into a prior. Sure. As you do. Who was like, well, the Sodan have committed unforgivable treason. And so a great ill is going to befall you. Yike. So they watched the Stargate, everything was normal. Mm-hmm. And then Volnik felt ill. Uh-oh. And he got irrational, incoherent, a little foamy at the mouth. Oh, yeah, he got full rabies. He full out rabies. Yeah. Um, nothing they could do help. He got worse. They had to time down. And then yesterday, he broke out of his restraints. Oh, how timely. And then not only, like, killed all the warriors like they were butter. <laughs> um... <laughs> But like then, like they were younglings. Yeah. Well, he, no, actually, he did go out and he killed all the younglings too. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He he killed all the younglings. Uh-huh. Um, Full order sixty six. And, uh, and and then he killed all the women, and Haikon is the only survivor of all the Sudan. Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. Outside, SG three and SG twenty two have arrived, mm-hmm. and they fill Reynolds in on everything going on. Um, Cam arrived with them, and we can see his reaction. Yep. Of it's not a little excited. bit of horror. Listen, in the lab, Bill is real sure he can still reverse this. Yep. He's like, I can fix this, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Cam fills Daniel in. Um, sorry, Sam. I re- mistype the C and the S frequently. Cam, Sam. Sam fills Daniel in Look, on the we fact know that there's Cam, one in the lab, and then we know that there's one not in the lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on Cam heading out to the Sudan, which, like, why doesn't that surprise Daniel that mm-hmm. he went? Yeah. Bright size, Sam says, is look how much faster the translation's gonna go. Yeah, we're here together, and you and I are smart. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does go much faster. He's just able to read it. Yeah. And it's a log on research that Merlin was doing on some really big invention oh boy. that he had to hide real well, like alternate dimension well. That's how b- deeply hidden yeah. they are now. And he was hiding it from the other Ascended folks. 
Interesting. And he actually descended to do this research. Wowza. It was that important. And Daniel then realizes that what it is. Uh-huh. It's a weapon. It is. Capable of destroying ascended beings. Bam, bam, bam. That's my, uh, it's a dying air horn. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> so in the village, Chilk reminds them that they have run across zombies before. Remember that little cube? That Daniel went down to the temple to find. Oh right. Yeah. This this uh this feels full like revenant like just they yeah. come back from the like the spirit of something yeah. inside. Yeah. yeah. Like a yeah. Yeah. It not good. And Anubis used that little cube to make his predators too. That's right. So Volnik is dead. Like mm-hmm. whatever is out there is not Volnik anymore. Yeah. Volnik is dead. Long live Volnik. It's also like. I was watching some nature documentaries too while I was trying to find something to watch and it's like those funguses that really creep me out yeah. that take over insects yep. and like force the insects to like go to a certain spot. The cordyceps. Yeah, the cordyceps. Yeah. It's, he sees a cordyceps. Do you know how I know this? The Last they're... of Us. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Yeah, they, they freak me out real bad. They're not great. They're, they're not, not good no, guys. No, I'm glad they don't exist in humans. Uh-huh. For now. Yeah. Um, Soon. So, the only way to destroy these zombies is to, like, completely just, you know, burn the body, decapitate uh-huh. and burn. Yeah. Pour some holy oil. Yes. That yeah. probably helps, too. Yeah. So, it's Claymore time. They immediately plan a trip line situation. Yeah. Took's gonna, like, lure him. Yeah. Cross the trip line. Big bada boom. <laughs> Lilo Dallas multipass. Yeah. So... And Teal'c's like, no, 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 I don't care how big the kill zone is, I'll be fine, I'm yeah. going to do this. I'm Teal'c. He's, he's undead, he's not stupid. Yeah. Because he took the crystal from the transporter. Which is interesting, because usually undead does mean a little bit stupid. Yes. But I'll take it. Well, he's probably a little bit stupid. Yeah, a little stupid Like, that probably was, like, took some thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you you definitely get the idea that this is not an argument or a debate, and that either one of these colonels cannot get Teal'c to stand down from this. No. Well, I feel like there's just nothing they could do. That's what I mean. There's nothing, like, not taking orders from them. Yeah, like, you're not even, like, like you don't even go here. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's amusing. Yeah. So it's like, I'm gonna go anyway, bye. That's sweet. That's cute. Go yeah. order your guys around. Yeah. Go set the claymores. I'll be yeah. back. Daniel is still reading. Uh, Merlin thought the Ori were a significant risk to the galaxy and the ancients who were pacifist beyond pacifist. Yeah. Like, we'll just sit there and let the Ori kill them not, and yeah, destroy it's them. Not, not a great, not a great approach. Uh, and so Merlin created a secret weapon in secret. Yeah. And he finished the weapon here on Earth and then relocated it. So while Sam can't read ancient, she certainly knows how to read a gate address bow, that pops bow, up. Bow. I'm sure that will mean nothing outside this episode. We're never going to ever remember that address nope. again. Nope. Outside the village, Claymores or Set. And Here's Teal- my prediction. We'll get Volnek. Atlantis. Oh, headed on Atlantis? Yeah. Okay. No, that would be right under the ancients. Okay, I give up. Okay. But that was my, fr- that's my first, <laughs> that was my first instinct. Was it's Atlantis? probably stupid. Okay. Okay, I'm done. You never know. Yeah. So while Daniel is um, re- still reading, uh-huh. Bill is pretty sure he made the right adjustment 
it's another long shot, as all of these have been, mm-hmm. but he hits enter, and then something glitches, and everyone says, uh-oh. Uh-huh. And then Bill kind of panics. Don't, a don't little bit. uh-oh. Don't ever uh-oh. And then kind of calls for Landry. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of an emergency. Hey, I fucked up. Ba-dum-bum-ba-dum-bum. Dear Landry, please don't pay attention to how high-pitched my voice is getting. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's... Everything's fine, except for this couple of few things that are just not fine, but otherwise everything. Yeah, there's some not fine going on. I mean, Mm -hmm. things are fine, except for the... um, You should come here, though, now. Yeah, for sure. Please. For sure. So, (laughs) are you gonna Are you gonna help fight Volnick? He does not like when Lee drains the power. No. So, Teal goes hunting, and Cam walks with him. And he, Cam points out that, you know, Teal goes walking that fine line between crazy brave and crazy crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, the guy took out a village, uh-huh. um, and Teal'c then turns on the Sudan cloak, and Cam continues that we don't need a dead Teal'c, because real hard to replace a Teal'c. Yeah. And Teal'c just calmly tells Cam that he worries too much. I love that Teal'c doesn't shake for no, a second. doesn't, it doesn't, it's not like, how'd you get here? He just always is ready. Yeah. He is just, what is it, the alert yeah. Uh, the alert feet. Yeah. He's got the alert feet. Like, does Teal'c think that Cam's a hallucination? Like, or just like... He's just accepted it. Somehow yeah. does it... You were missing before, so it makes sense that you're here. Yeah. Of course you're here now. Um, and Cam... Cam jumps. Cam's not as smooth. Yeah. He's yeah. not as cool. Teal'c can not only see him and hear him. Uh, and again, as we say, the weirder part is that Teal'c is like, not surprised. Everything's fine. Yeah. So Landry runs into the lab. Mm-hmm. Bill may have, pretty sure, maybe, slightly, possibly drained the power supply. Just a little bit. Um, like maybe it could be dead in fifteen minutes. It's, but we don't know. Anything's possible. And at that point, Sam figures that if they're still here by that time, we might be permanently trapped. Yeah. Cool. 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 We live here now. Cool. Just start your own little alternate dimension. How long do they live? Like, can they find alternate dimension water? I don't know. Do we send them alternate dimension But snacks? how can you send them? You can't. Because nothing else, none of the inanimate objects That's went true. to the alternate dimension. Just the people. You just have to send Guess animals. Guess you'll die. Nope, you have to send the animals living. Oh, oh, it's terrible. I know. One of the reasons I hate Rice's Tomb Raider as much as I love it is you have to hunt animals. Yeah. So every time I kill an animal, I say I'm sorry to it. The, the one plus is in Assassin's Creed, the animals usually attack you first. Well, so do these, but I still feel bad about it. I do, I do feel bad, but I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying to run and you keep attacking me, so, like, yeah. stop. The wolves will attack you, and so I make the dogs leave the room. <laughs> because That the- is the worst thing. Listen, if you have to have wolves attacking someone, do not put realistic sound effects in there. No so one let wants me tell to hear you that. about no one The Last of Us 2. Yeah. It's actual dogs. Yeah. You yeah. kill dogs. But I'm like, if you have to put that in video game, just don't put realistic sounds in there. Yeah. Just have them be silent. Weird. Yeah. No one wants to hear. Yeah. This is terrible. We all feel terrible for doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to... Oh, we were watching a random YouTube video. I don't remember who it was because Nick has all these channels he watches. Uh-huh. And they were doing like a pig roast. 
Oh, uh-huh. And it was a small pig. It was like 70 pounds. Yeah. Which in pig roast world is not yeah, big. Yeah, it's not huge. Uh, and it had its head attached, which I think I've discussed my very conflicted feelings about that. Sure. Here's the weird part, is and they then put a second head on it, on the other side, like down under its legs. Like a dude, like a two-headed pig? It was like a two-headed pig, just because they had the extra head and they figured they might as well cook it up, and I went, no. My <laughs> face was, my face was that face of, like, confusion and a little bit of disgust. I mean, and, that's like, a little weird. Drops. I love a good pig roast. I love a pig roast. Um, I don't know if this is, um, a traditional thing or if it just happened to be that a few of my friends back home who were Filipino, yeah. whenever they would have a, a, a party, yeah. there would be a pig roast. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm pretty good with weird foods. Yeah. And it was amazing. Oh, I love a pig roast. Yeah. I love a pig roast. My only problem with the pig roast is, again, my thing about I have a hard time with my food looking, looking at their face. like what it came from. Yeah. Yeah. If you just give me the meat after. Yeah. <laughs> just serve me the meat Just make a me a plate. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's the most delicious thing in the entire yeah. world. I will eat so much of it. But, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you, I miss a good, um, they're, they're, like, whenever they had a feast, it was a yeah. feast. Yeah. It's a meal that cannot be compared they to have any a, other. I think, I think lumpia is Filipino. Yeah. Yep. I will eat a thousand Just lumpia. keep shoving them in my gullet. Just, all, we had a, a good friend and we moved, we moved down here. Uh, she stopped by our very last morning that we were in Richmond. Yeah. The house was completely empty and she gave us a plate of homemade lumpia oh, that she had made for I us as a goodbye this. gift. So our last meal was just on the floor with yes. homemade lumpia. God. It was delicious. Now I want some lumpia. I do too. Let's make lumpia. Let's do it. Okay. okay. So anyways, big advantage Cam has here. Yes. And Teal has here. Like if Teal can see him, if Teal can see Cam, mm -hmm. then Volna can see Cam. Yeah. And like... He can be the lure. He's out of phase. He can't be hurt. And then Teal just takes a a hard, oh, yeah. a hard swipe oh, across yeah, the does. face at him, which does adequately satisfy Teal that Cam can't be hurt. Well, and he's, he's got to like, give you, it his all. Did you, like, think twice before doing? And Teal's like, no. 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 Because, yeah, look, either way, Teal was going to get what he was looking for. Yeah. Either Cam was going to shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. Or he was going to know yeah. that Cam was right. So Cam goes off and running, calling mm. for Volnick, and finally comes around the corner growling, takes a straight shot at Cam, which does nothing, goes straight through him. Yeah. All that nothing is enough to get Volnick real annoyed. Yeah. Real annoyed. I love that he's a sentient enough zombie to be annoyed. Uh-huh. Uh, and not just keep moving. And he goes straight after Cam, and Volnick chases him through the forest. Mm -hmm. Cam stops right in front of the trap. Yep. Teal'c watches as Volnick repeatedly shoots at Cam, getting more and more and, and he's intelligent. He's like, something's up. Yeah, something isn't right. Because I shouldn't, like, it's like Cam at least fake yeah, an injury. Yeah, pretend to be, Just, yeah. Just, ouch, oh, double over a bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be my move. Um, at the same time, Daniel has gotten to the user manual part of the database. <laughs> yeah. And finds the hotkey to flip them back yeah, into yeah, the right yeah. dimension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The control-alt-delete uh -huh. function. But he pauses. Because, like, what about Cam? Yeah. What about Cam? He's currently fighting a zombie. Uh-huh. But they don't know that part. Mm -hmm. 
And Sam is hoping there's a subspace connection, but, like, what if there isn't? Sucks to suck. So, shouldn't have gone on the other planet, should you? Told you not to go. If you were here, wouldn't have this issue. Yeah. So, Landry is putting pressure on Bill this whole time in the background. Yeah. Um, he's going to make another long shot. He's going to adjust the algorithm. And Landry's like, look, if I fucking disappear, there is not a dimension for you to hide in. That is my favorite line of this entire episode. <laughs> Let me tell you about how badly you've done fucked up. It's so good. Yeah. It's like, here's here's what I like about Landry. This difference between Landry and Hammond. I, I get that it's, they're very different people. You can't, you can't compare them. But, like, this is more Landry's modus of operation. Yeah. He's a little more, like, I'm gonna threaten, but, like, they're not actually threats. It's just, like, how... It's, um, uh, I saw someone post a Critical Role meme like this. Yeah. And it was the difference between the different deities that the group like yeah. go with me this is gonna yeah, take a yeah. minute right so there's the hippie mom uh-huh there's the older cousin that you really shouldn't let your kids hang out with yeah um and then there's like the jock dad yeah which is um uh the storm lord yeah right so you know the hippie mom is obviously malora is uh, yeah. a wild mother oh, she's 100%. like you're just you're doing your best sweetie get out yep. there um the traveler which i again hope to be Someday. You know, as as a, as an aunt, I hope to essentially yeah. be the traveler to nieces and nephews. <laughs> Just like maybe we shouldn't let you with alone with this one. Maybe we should keep it. Hundred percent, you should and shouldn't at the same time. <laughs> but you know, the storm lord is like Yasha, get in there, yeah, kick some ass, yeah. And if you don't kick some ass, don't come home. Exactly. <laughs> That's kind of Landry's approach. Yes. To bossing. Yes. Yeah. Because here's the thing, Landry, or Landry, sorry, Hammond. Like, Hammond hasn't threatened anyone on base. No. L- Hammond has threatened other people before. Oh, like, yeah, come and, like, near my babies. It's, again, it's a situation where it's like, look, Hammond is not threatening people. He's simply telling you the thing that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah, Landry's much more tough love. Yeah. Just get in get there. Get it fucking done. Yeah. Just get yeah. it put it down or else. Hammond's the one... Landry's the dad that gets angry a little more often, so you uh-huh. kind of get used to it. You're like, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a hollow threat. Versus the parent who, like, ooh. Yeah. That parent's angry, and they never get like, angry. Like, that's worse than any punishment. This is really bad. <laughs> you should be in a different time zone. You should run. Anyway. So Daniel and Bill press the button together at the same time, and we see the white light again. And mm-hmm. at the same time, Cam has a flash. Mm-hmm. And then has a piece of wood in his hand. Oh, no. From the dead tree. Oh, no. So that's not good. Nope. That means he's not invisible Your anymore. Your fleshy meat bag again. Also, he can't see Volnick anymore. Yep. Because he's not in that dimension. Your fleshy meat bag. Bad news bears. But it is kind of cool that we now know how those cloaks work, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so... Sam and, which also then leaves me think of, like, it's the same reason that Daniel's grandfather could see him because he'd been there. Right. So, like, is it different rules for the different dimensions? Because if Teal'c and Volnek are then just in that dimension, like, that's how the invisibility works? Right, because they can see each other. Would Cam be able to still see Volnek? 
It's oh. like one of those, is it different if you're there with the cloak thing or if you get there by a different machine? Or is that dimension have different rules? I wonder if each dimension has its own set of rules. Maybe. Or maybe there was, because it was Daniel's grandfather who could see him, right? Yeah. Maybe there was a genetic component to maybe. it. Maybe. You never know. Anything is possible. So Sam and Daniel are visible again. And now Daniel and Sam shove each other like yep. siblings, uh-huh. like Cam and her did. Uh, actually, it wasn't Bill who oh, did it anyway. Daniel was able to figure out the hotkey. Thanks for nothing, Bill. Thanks for working your ass off. And ultimately, yeah. you know, it's really not fair. And Landry's <laughs> like, where's um, where's Cam? <laughs> oh, yeah, that. So Cam is thrown to the ground and picked uh-huh. up by his throat. And Cam, I love, just feels around for a face and then uh-huh. starts swinging. Sure, sure. He's rolling. With disadvantage yep. and still kicking and ass. still kicking ass. Uh, Tilk comes out of Cloak as Cam goes flying again, uh, fighting hand-to-hand combat with P90s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> before firing with the P90s. Yeah. Um, well, you don't want to get that disadvantage nope. on the range weapon. Nope, nope. Throwing, um, and he puts a number of rounds enough to knock Volnick down again. Uh-huh. Uh, throws the weapons down, uncloaks again, helps Cam, like, get up, Run past the trap, yeah. GTFO, and then behind them you see Volnick trigger the tripwire. Yay! Claymores explode, they're knocked down to the ground again. And you know, I mean, Cam came here to rescue Teal. Yeah, you're supposed to let me do it. And now they have to go find the crystal for the teleport, and Cam's like, you mean this one that I pulled off of him? Ha, I still rescued you. fighting because I rolled a sleight of hand is one of my moves. Because I'm you know, nothing if not wily. And you know what? If they hurry home, they can make it home for dinner. Yeah. I wrote, everything is fine now. Cam has crystal. Want dinner. Food. <laughs> Food me now. Food. Maybe Woo! there's still some roast beef left. This was a good episode. It's such a fun episode. Uh, it's a long pod. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, yep. everybody. Um, I like the Arthurian things anytime we get to talk about King Arthur. And I feel like there was actually very little Arthur and Merlin in it, but the pieces that were the there. The pieces that were there, and I... Highly important. You you know you may have more. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Might... Well, I'm sure we'll never visit that other address no. again. That's nope. not going to matter. Nope. Not a thing. Nope, that is uh, Chekhov's address. Yep, doesn't doesn't have anything to do with nothing. Uh, well, the next episode we're gonna watch is Michael, which is an episode I'm very excited for you to watch. Yay! Um, it will be a very interesting episode to get your viewpoints on. Interesting. This yeah. is Atlantis. Are we still doing it's Atlantis? The jump? Yes, okay. it's Atlantis. And then we're gonna end up doing the where we'll have to to jump around Flippity a bit because we have some two parters and yeah. Flippity flop fleeps. Um, guys, thanks for hanging out through our adventures in outdoor potting. Yeah. Listen, um, it, it, but we, we, uh, disadvantage, but the advantage is that we get to see each other and, like, talk at each other better. Well, I feel like I gotta believe that the record is a little bit nicer. I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, plus you get some random pupple sounds. Yeah. Like there's one right now who really wants to get inside the house and is just smacking the sliding door. Um, guys, thanks for hanging out with Archer's Mantle and, uh, my butchering of all the Welsh <laughs> names. Um, we'll see you next week. Yes. With Michael. Yes. All I think of is the movie with John Travolta. It's not Okay, that. good. Uh, until then, find us on Twitter at Jarabotcast. Find us on Facebook at the 
place like Tara. Yeah. I just blanked for a second. <laughs> e- e- it's the heat. Email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara, which uh, we don't have videos currently, but we'll get that. Well, guys, we're going to find a way. Yeah. It takes us a little while to get this working, but we, we're going to find a way. We're recording in the same spot. We're getting there. Yeah. So we're, we're so much closer. Um, Everybody stay safe and yes. healthy and wash your hands and wear a mask and we love you. We love Bye. you. Bye.